Good evening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the show. Welcome, Outcast. How's it going, weirdo? I am the king of weirdos. Welcome to my weird and strange little kingdom. Last night we were discussing sterilization and what I believe to be the main objective in this entire pandemic. It's not so much the culling. Yeah, that's part of it. But bottom line, what I believe the powers that be, and by that I mean the Luciferian elite, what the Luciferian elite want to do is to nullify any reproduction for the next three generations, getting us down to 500 million, which is on the Georgia Guidestones. Nothing gets on the box, nothing gets past the gatekeepers until it is vetted, appropriated, and approved, and nothing is more true than a series called Utopia, which I believe premiered on Amazon a little while back. And in this particular series of Utopia, John Cusack plays the part, oh, we can just call him the part of Billy or the part of Anal Schwab, the part of one of the upper echelon of the Luciferian elite. And in this particular scene, what Mr. Cusack does is he reveals the agenda of what the vaccine, the injection, the jab is all about. I believe this not to be fiction, but a documentary. So let's give it a listen, and you tell me how much you think this lines up to what actually is going on. This is a scene from Utopia. Go ahead, Mike. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to halt. You're sterilizing people? Uh-huh. In the first five years, we'll start to see major birth rate declines as teenagers vaccinated today hit their childbearing years. You're controlling the future of human civilization. Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that has replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas. Pandas. Never in history has there been a creature begging for extinction more than the fucking panda. Except us. You hate people that much? On the contrary, I love people. Then how? Why would doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do? We are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. hundred years ago, the global population was 1.7 billion. 2011, it reached... 7 billion. People live too long, die less often, fuck too much, shit out babies like... In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. Mm-mm-mm. We'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begin to decline. But by then, it'll be too late to save an Earth that bears any resemblance to a world we actually want to live in. This planet... I love this planet. So I decided to take care of the problem. By injecting your virus into the veins of every human on it? Global warming, mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled down to one thing. Overpopulation. It's not as simple as that. But it is. At 1.7 billion, we can be as 
decadent, self-indulgent, shitty as we want. At 10 billion, we have to live strategically. We have to live modestly. We have to live selflessly. And as you know, we're not that good at it. And you're beta testing it on Americans since we're the worst. If we don't do something now, right now, in a decade, our world will experience extraordinary privations. A war of all against all. Water. We'll go to war over water, and the people who will die first are the ones without power and money. By then, we'll be fighting over a world that really isn't worth fighting for. You can't just decide people won't have babies because... I can, and I did. What about what this does to, to people, society? Salvation. We can form a new society. Home. Mm-hmm. The grand social experiment. So what did I say last night? The reason I believe the baby formula is not available is a psyop so people will not want to have babies. The man will say to the woman, why do we want to bring a child into this world when the people that are having babies right now can't even get baby formula for their babies? In addition, what if those women who are vaxxed now have to resort to breastfeeding and are possibly passing along whatever was injected in them. Roe v. Wade, making it illegal to get an abortion, a diversion, a cover to the sterilization program where the women who are protesting the most uh, voraciously against Roe v. Wade being overturned are probably the same ones that got the injection and probably are sterilized right now protesting something that doesn't even matter because Planned Parenthood will soon be obsolete because you won't need to get an abortion if you can't get pregnant. That is what I believe the injection agenda is all about. Bottom line, more than a culling, it is a sterilization program. And in that series, Utopia, that is not drama fiction. That's a documentary. That's what's going on right now. Need to put on your glasses, buddy. For example, Alex Jones. He's wrong. And I'm not saying this to jump on him or to do a bad impression. When he talks about the globalists being the problem, i got to tell you, we got to overcome these globalists because uh, you got to give them for wars, and if you don't give them for wars, then we won't win the war against the globalists. It's not about the globalists. It's about the Luciferian elite. If you don't understand your enemy, then you don't know who you're fighting. That's in The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Did I pronounce that correctly? Oh, Alex Jones, yeah. He's wrong. Our opponent is not the globalists. Our opponent is the Luciferian elite. Those who believe Lucifer is God, and that the God of the Bible is the lesser God. Those who do not want to die but want a transhuman body. This is your opponent. The globalists are not your opponent. It's the Luciferian elite. When you don't understand who you're fighting spiritually, you're never going to win the war. And that's the problem. And that's the issue I have with Alex Jones. He's fighting a secular war when this is, in fact, a spiritual war. Here's one from the Huffington Post vaccine skeptic Eric Clapton contracts COVID, cancels shows because he's anxious. 
British rocker Eric Clapton, a critic of coronavirus vaccines and pandemic restrictions, has tested positive for COVID and canceled two upcoming gigs because he's anxious about spreading the virus to colleagues. Clapton's upcoming shows in Zurich on Tuesday, Milan, and Wednesday will be rescheduled, he announced on his official Facebook page Monday. The 77-year-old tested positive following his concert at London's Royal Albert Hall on May 8th. What is interestingly missing from this entire article, and it seems to be found, okay, it's at the very bottom, that he had a severe reaction to AstraZeneca. He got two jabs and then became a critic of it. Did he get COVID? I have no idea. Or did he get the cold? Does COVID even exist? Hmm? Michigan mom sues DeVos Children's Hospital over transplant vax requirement. Michigan mother is suing a hospital for requiring her daughter to get vaccinated against COVID before getting a kidney transplant. Jenna Campu of Fennell, or Fenville, adopted the 17-year-old girl from Ukraine in 2021, according to her complaint filed Friday in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Michigan. This according to the Detroit News. The teen identified as AC in court documents is baffling chronic kidney disease with just one of her two organs working, filtering the blood. But unless she gets the jab, she doesn't get the operation. Which leads to the question, why even have insurance? If you're listening to this broadcast, I'm assuming you didn't get the jab. If you did, I'm astounded that you would listen to my show, considering how favorably I paint the picture of the injections. There's no point in having health insurance. You're going to go to the hospital. You didn't get your jab? Okay, you don't get it. Why do I have insurance? Exactly. Hope for the best. (laughs) What else can you do? Okay. Now, here's one. I don't know if you're going to be able to follow this. I know you will. Nearly 43,000 people died on U.S. roads last year. That's right. Nearly 43,000 people were killed on U.S. roads last year, the highest number in 16 years. As Americans returned to the road after the COVID pandemic forced many to stay home, that's a 10.5% jump over the 2020 numbers, the largest percentage increase since the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration began its fatality data collection in 1975. We take a step back. We put on our glasses. Okay. More fatalities this year than in any other year since they've been taking statistics back in 75. What changed? That's right. The injection. How many people do you think have died in a car accident as a result of the injection being manifest while they're driving the car? I think a lot. Can I prove it? Not at all. But isn't that interesting that the biggest increase in deaths occurs the year after they start getting the injection? Just a coincidence. 
Don't you understand? You live in a world of truth. The truth will set you free. Go buy a television. Watch it. It'll tell you the truth. For example, Black Hole, first picture of Milky Way Monster. You see, you can find this story on television. A gargantuan black hole that lives at the center of our galaxy has been photographed for the first time. It's known as Sagittarius A. The object is a staggering four million times the mass of our sun. And in the photograph, you can see a central dark region where the hole resides, circled by a light coming from a superheated gas acceleration of immense gravitational forces. To put that in contrast, Mercury, the innermost planet in our solar system, orbits between 40 million kilometers and 70 million kilometers from the sun. Isn't that amazing? And this monster, this this black hole, it's 26,000 light years away from us. So don't worry, there's no possibility of it ever coming near us. And remember, light travels at 6 trillion miles per year. Take 6 trillion miles, 6 trillion, and multiply it times 26,000, and that's how many miles away this black hole is. Do you know what that is? That's called bullcrap. That's right. Everyone, let's say it together. Bullcrap. There is no black hole 26,000 light years away. It doesn't exist. It's all fiction. It's all lies. There is no black hole. Want more? Turn on your TV. Perseverance. NASA begins key drive to find life on Mars. What it really should say is perseverance. NASA rover begins key drive to find life on Greenland. Because that's probably where they're shooting it from. NASA's Perseverance rover has reached a big moment in its mission on Mars. I mean Greenland. I mean Mar. I mean Greenland. Tuesday, the six-sided robot began to climb up an ancient delta feature in the crater where it landed. Look at the clarity of that photo. That's amazing. And yet I can't get good cell coverage in my living room. On its way back down, Perseverance will collect some of the rocks from Greenland, placing the samples at the base of the delta to be retrieved by later missions. The goal is to bring this material back to Earth in the 2030s for detailed inspection. You know, NASA, the ones who haven't gone back to the moon in 50 years and just planted some seeds in some lunar soil that's now growing. It's all on television. Turn it on. From the expose, 41.5 thousand people died within 21 days of COVID-19 vaccination in England, and a further 291 thousand died within six months. Well, this this will not 
This could not have been on television. Uh, the Office for National Statistics is UK's largest independent producer of official statistics and the recognized National Statistical Institute of the UK. It is responsible for collecting and publishing statistics relating to the economy, population, and society at national, regional, and local levels. Its latest data set on deaths in England by <laughs> vaccination status is found here. It contains a large amount of data on age-standardized mortality rates. So let's take a look. Hmm. 41.5 thousand people died within 21 days of getting their injection. That's just a coincidence. That's all that is. It's a coincidence, says the television. And 291,000 died within 60... It's another coincidence. 291,000 dying within six months. Says the television. You believe the television, don't you? I went over to my mom's yesterday to try to fix that water filter. She's got two televisions going at the same time. One in the bedroom got qvc on and then i think the other one is a hallmark it's weird because i've been i've gone so long without television that when i'm around it i begin to i know this is going to sound strange but i become ill i really do my my spirit my soul my gut call it what you will i become grieved and, and annoyed and in the flesh, what I want to do is is grab the, the flat screen television and, and bring it home, pour gasoline on it, and, and set it on fire. That that's what my flesh wants to do. My spirit is just grieved. I just I just can't take it. Can't take it at all. And I've been running water through these water filters trying to get the taste out, but we'll see how it goes. The company I bought it from, very nice. They're sending me two new filters free, so I can't complain. Hey, do you dig the show? Well, then why don't you buy the book, MorningStarsTale.com. I know most of you that are going to buy the book have already purchased the book, but buy it for someone you'd like to annoy. Think of that special person whose flat screen you would like to pour gasoline on and set it on fire. Send them a copy of Morningstar's Tale. It's sure to piss them off. This non-holiday season, think of those you truly want to piss off and piss them off with Morningstar's Tale. Available at MorningstarsTale.com and Amazon. Morningstar's Tale. The book the entire family can get pissed off together. The Perfect Storm.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and a new app, Koshertify, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Certified app can make a huge difference for your future. Actually, probably my favorite part of the show. Excuse me, excuse me. 
This is your favorite part of the show. Oh, look, it's uh, Alec Baldwin, everyone. No, Alec Baldwin. Read L. Thank you. Here's what the listener writes. Uh, got the 70 degrees yesterday. Went barefoot on the grass to ground myself. First time this year. Then at 8.30, a sudden knocking that set the dogs barking. Looked off the deck, and there were two fellows in ties with little black tags on their chest. Mormon missionaries. They still track me after nearly 70 years, and they shouted up. We spoke for nearly an hour, enlightened them without any disparaging remarks. Not sure why they departed protocol to show up so late, and I wonder if they found my education regarding the plain, flat, ludicrous after I asked them if, the, if they were there when God set the foundation. They were a bit arrogant, but more humbled upon their departure. God bless you. Have a great day. I started, I stared directly at the sun for 30 seconds as it rose this morning. Therapeutic. Where's my keyboard? <laughs> okay. I added the last part. I've never... I don't think I've ever looked at the sun for 30 seconds straight. Yeah, I suppose it would be therapeutic, but, you know, 45, 60 seconds, I think it might be uh, more than therapeutic. And the photo he sent is so cool. It's uh, a guy taking down the moon, and there's a bunch of moons being loaded into a van. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Oh, there's so much crap. You know who Jordan Peterson is? He quit Twitter after a backlash. And you might say to yourself, well, what was the backlash? Well, it was all over a Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model. I don't know what's going on with publications like Sports Illustrated, but back in the day when I was growing up, the swimsuit issue had the hottest chicks on the cover. And now to be inclusive, it seems like they're only putting fat chicks on the cover. Dr. Jordan Peterson, who was called out for shaming the newest Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue cover model, Yummy New, and by looking at her, I can see that she likes a lot of yummies. In controversial tweets on Monday, he since bailed on Twitter. Jordan Peterson, the University of Toronto professor, announced he was leaving Twitter, where he has nearly 3 million followers just hours after the uproar. While his account is still active, the 59-year-old wrote he'll be departing the Twitterverse following the backlash he got for quote-unquote hating on news magazine photo shoot. I'm looking at the photo of her right now. I would say she's probably about 40 pounds overweight, maybe 50. This is the swimsuit issue. You know, the ones that are supposed to be hot. This is like giving some with, someone with Tourette's a broadcasting job. Yeah, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, here comes sports. Uh-oh. Four o'clock, Wapner. Uh-oh. It's supposed to be hot chicks, you know. Swimsuit issue, said Peterson. The endless flood of vicious insults is really not something that can be experienced anywhere else. 
I like to follow the people I know, but I think the incentive structure of the platform makes it in, makes it intrinsically and dangerously insane. It does. It's one of the reasons I don't do social media. Peterson said, "I so I told I told my staff to change my password to keep me from temptation." And I'm departing once again. If I have something to say, I'll write an article or make a video. If the issue is not important enough to justify that, then perhaps it would be best just to let it go. It would be. Don't even bother. Up is down. Like I said, Sunday I go to Target. I walk in. The first kiosk I see is a photo of a young lady with a mustache. And I'm, what? What the hell? Oh, it's Pride Month. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's May. I know you want to get... I know you like getting a jump on Christmas in November, but if you're going to do Pride Month, could you just leave it for the month of June instead of extending it for six weeks? I'm, I'm becoming that guy. Get off my lawn, damn smelly hippie. It's the perfect shot. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419.
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. speculation after claims he is seriously ill. Yeah, there's a clip showing Vladimir Putin twitching his leg in a meeting in Moscow with uh, the president of, wow, 12 consonants, wow, even the name, 12 consonants, set off a new flurry of online speculation about the Russian president's health on Monday. Putin appears to jerk his foot several times. Maybe he was just listening to something on uh, Sirius XM. Uh, the evidence is slight, but seized upon tensions with the West over Russia's invasion with Ukraine and conjectures over Putin's physical and mental health. He doesn't look that good. Who knows, right? Earlier I was talking about the fact that in order to see all of this clearly, I disagree with Alex Jones. And again, I'm not picking on the guy as if he even cares or listens, but I don't think the resistance is against the globalists. The, the resistance is against the Luciferian elite. Uh, 
And to get a little bit more into that, Steve Schultz with the Elijah List recently interviewed Mel Kay, and that's exactly what they were talking about, a world ruled by the Luciferian elite. Let's give it a listen. Go ahead, Mike. It appears, if you, if you look into it, and even if you read about any, anything in the Bible about Lucifer or any of that, first you have to understand that these people, most of the ones at the very top, I'm talking the ones that sit on the board of the, of the World Economic Forum and the IMF and stuff, they, they are Luciferians. They, they don't believe in God. They believe that God is on earth, that they are God, that there is no afterlife, which is why they're all obsessed with transhumanism and, and eugenics and, uh, and stealing all the resources on the planet for themselves, even though they put it in nice, nice flowery language, um, like you're saying, like uh, Agenda 2030, all of this stuff, sustainability, uh, the Great Reset book that Klaus Schwab wrote, uh, uh, you know, and all the simulations they do, they do these run throughs. They did event 201 about, you know, to prepare for, you know, the pandemic and it played out exactly as the simulation. I think what we're dealing with now with the food shortages is part of a second simulation at the World Economic Forum called the Cyber Polygon Exercise. And then they did another simulation on taking down our entire financial grid, which I assure you is coming. So what we yeah. need to realize is that. They tell us because, A, then when, when it comes to pass, they can say, well, we told you, you know, like, because there's something I think in their, in their belief system and what I've learned about it and what I've learned about this whole Aleister Crowley and satanic side is that they, they can't mess with free will. They, they, they really, need to really? have, yes, there's something about free will and that they have to invite people in to join them, like, like Facebook. They have to invite people. This is why a lot of the stuff that they do is that Helgian um, situation where they create the, the conflict, the war, the famine, the climate emergency, whatever it is they create, then they come in as under the UN or the World Economic Forum or the World Health Organization with the solution. But they already know that they created the, the initial issue. So they come in and then they want us, we the people, to beg them for their solution, which in this case is the Great Reset, even worse, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is why I think um, people need to really understand that if you do listen to these people, and you should, look all this up, World Economic Forum, go look at what they're saying, look at who's involved, That the Rockefeller Foundation, same thing, it's always going to be the same, at least in, on the American side. It is, it is my belief that we no longer are a representative government. We've never mm. been a democracy. We were always a constitutional republic, but um, the media and the left wing and all the people, they're all in on the Great Reset. They think that they're going to be um, spared in some yeah, way. Yeah, they're going to be protected because they helped it get there. Right. They're gonna be, many of them are going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> yes. uh, if, if it were to actually happen right now, which, which our prayers are that we're going we're, we're gonna to short circuit this. But. Right, but we have to get up, we have to wake up, we have to not be in fear, we have to understand everything on January 6th was, was um, manipulated so that people would not fight back ever again. It was, it's all been manipulated to make us live in fear, in panic, uh, and not fight back, and not, not stand up for ourselves. We have the Bill of Rights, we have the Constitution, we need to embrace that, and anyone that you're hearing out there, especially... MSNBC and CNN, and I hate to say it, a, a, a lot of them um, are they're 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 committed to it, but not because necessarily they're committed to it. We talked last time about blackmail and all that, but also because 
the whole media is owned by six, six corporations, all of them involved in the World Economic Forum, all of them at the very top. And this includes Fox News as well? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. That's why um, they all, they're, all, they're all connected to this, to this great reset plan. Some of them are fighting it. You see it. But people always ask about Tucker, and I say, Tucker has a contract on both sides. You know, he's got a, he's do, I think he's doing them as much as he can to wake people up. But there is a limit, which is why shows like yours and other shows, you talked about Flyover, and a lot of these people, it's so important that we're, what we're doing because they were trapped in this kind of like the Matrix movie is, is kind of where we are right now. And the more that people listen to the mainstream media, they, they, people are waking up, they get it. But I think we discussed last time, you know, Obama's back on the scene. Nobody really understands who or what Obama is and that he was born and bred to do exactly what he did, really? which was divide our country at the core. Um, yeah, a couple of my friends, um, my friend Jill Gilbert made a great documentary um, about uh, the real um, Barack Obama. And uh, Jack Cashel is a writer I have on. He did a whole book on the, his history. And remember, we didn't know anything. I, I don't know if you remember... Um, it was um, Clint Eastwood did a speech at the RNC where he had oh, an yeah. empty chair. Yeah, the, I remember the empty chair thing. Yeah, Right, and everyone said he was crazy. Of course, he makes the best movies and obviously isn't crazy. What he was saying is we're actually going to be voting for someone we, we don't know that doesn't seem to exist. And that is exactly what happened. His whole background is CIA. The parents, the grandparents. It's very, he was bred for what he yeah. did. You're talking about Obama. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, wow. so a lot of things happen under Obama that people need to really understand. Obama had a mission. Obama's mission was to divide America in the core. To, to uh, the, If you look at everything that he did, and it's not just him. He was the main guy. He was the face. But mm -hmm. this is the globalist controlling him, the CIA, which now I call communists in America or whatever you want to call them. They are they came along with Operation Paperclip and the UN and the whole subverting America into a communist country where God, where the government is God, the government, they want us all living off of the government, um, you know, beholden to the government. Now the whole track and trace thing, which plays into the food thing, but we have to understand Obama, Cass Sonstein, uh, Eric Holder, you know, they're all talking about this ministry of truth, this disinformation group. Well, back in 2012, Obama and his team, uh, without us knowing, remember he had the pen and the phone, that's how he ran oh, yeah. the country, like an mm -hmm. oligarchy. So he, and they're all back in there now, which is terrifying, but he um, he basically put into the Defense Authorization Act something called the smith Munt Modernization Act. Everyone should look it up. We are paying for this propaganda. So basically, after World War II, after the assessment, after Nuremberg, uh, the original smith Munt Act was put in. And that was a, after they realized that basically through technology at the time, uh, through radio, through newspaper, through media, that they literally brainwashed over a 12-year period the entire masses in Germany to an extent through mind control, through manipulation, through psychological warfare. So the original smith munt Act that came in the 40s in America was a pledge from our government that they would never use propaganda against we the people. They wouldn't create it, disseminate it, any of that to manipulate us and to for the ends of the few, 
to the many. Well, in 2012, Obama, under orders, I'm sure, from George Soros and Bill Gates and other people, uh, popped in the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, which on that day, our government took over the media, basically, and he made that the government can, if they see it, deem it important, create, disseminate, and um, basically uh, manipulate all of the media with propaganda used against we the people legally if they saw it fit. So people keep saying, well, how can all the media be lying? How can they be doing this? Well, the powers that be at the top of the media, they, they're in, they know, and they also believe that they will not have repercussions. They're playing their part in the Great Reset. We didn't know about the Great Reset on a mass scale until recently. They all knew about it at least as far back as 2002, but honestly, all the way back to the creation of the UN. Well, and then we, and then we ask you this, so about the, you know, the, each of these media outlets have anchors, and the anchors are all, so you know, obeying their leader. Yeah. At the anchor level, the people on camera, how far back does that go? Have they been hiring only anchors for... Yeah. Decades that would just buy into this all the way back? Well, basically, it comes back to also Operation Mockingbird, which is real, which everyone can look up. It was the CIA um, CIA talking points that the media still to this day, they, I think they now come through Media Matters and the CIA, but they basically give talking points every day to which the is powers why, that be. So yeah. that's why at the same time, MSNBC, CNN, and et cetera, et cetera, all have the same talking points at the same time of the day, like... Yep. This, they, they got it sent to them by probably an email. This is exactly. what you will say today. Yeah, that's what Media Matters does every day. But um, And that's that's a very tight group of people, David Brock, but also a George Soros, big investor. You know, for all these years, people saying like, oh, George Soros, the boogeyman, or if you say something about him, oh, you're anti-Semitic. No, 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 no. George Soros has stated many times that his goal in life is to destroy America from the inside out and establish the one world government along with Rockefeller and Kissinger and Brzezinski and all these people that we were told uh, were good guys. They will so go he's, down not, he's not pretending to be someone with the alter. He's saying, telling you exactly what he wants to do. Yeah, he's also said many times that, you know, he, he has to stop himself from thinking that he is God, you know. And then a lot of times, you know, people say, and you'll see, it's all the same people. It's all the same same news outlets. It's all the same. Like, all the fact checkers that they've brought out in the last few years are the opposite. Everything Luciferian is upside down. Everything is the opposite. So what what we're saying now is everything that they're putting out is orchestrated to the end goal of the United States becoming so chaotic, so dystopian, so demoralized this is how it's a playbook that mal used stalin yeah. used it you know hitler used it it's being used on us they perpetrated a color revolution in america and um and that is we are in it and this is they've done it all over the world can, can you define for the viewers and me because i've heard that what's a color revolution then what how what would you do well, i'll explain it to you and this is where you know what, if we're going to keep pretending that George Soros is just a guy and yeah. doesn't have thousands of NGOs all over the world with names that sound like they're for democracy or whatever, which we're not a democracy, and now we're an oligarchy right now. But um, basically what, what it is is, and this is in cahoots, with, we have been, people need to understand the UN has been the greatest deception pulled on all of our countries. It has always been. But So what we're dealing with, a color revolution is this. Um, 
so they have this plan for the one world government and there's certain countries that don't want to play along right now they are russia china india there are countries that are want nothing to do with the great reset it is really a european us uh led you know nato is their is their military you know they they've hijacked the catholic church so they they're working with them so it's very much that they so what they do is if let's take uh libya for example so libya was a color revolution ukraine was a color revolution yugoslavia syria myanmar so what happens is George Soros and all of his NGOs all over the world along with something called the National Endowment for Democracy you'll notice all the names are the same USAID uh Open Society Foundation and um a lot of times our CIA and the Five Eyes which is the CIA of the five countries that are involved in the great reset um they basically go into a country and they like think of like the George Floyd situation what happened with George Floyd or what happened with um uh any any of those things like the, the whole climate change thing so they go in and they open all these non-government organizations which shouldn't exist as it is cuz you always find the same people running them mm. and they put in a ton of money and what they do is they organize groups like Antifa Black Lives Matter you know the, the the radical women's movement like all these things and then they start causing all kinds of trouble on the streets like exactly what happened after George Floyd even really during Obama the hands up don't shoot black lives matter movement then it got violent then it got you know and our whole media is telling us it's, it's not real antifa antifa is worldwide you know it's not just here and really? so all of these are so what they do is they do what they did here with with during that summer and and during the years of the, all the all the the riots and the burning and every time that there was like a shooting of you know somehow the whole country would know about it in one place and and go there and all of that it's all orchestrated it's all funded by Soros some CCP backing well, and that. like you and you're saying if the media is already complicit they they take their daily marching orders oh yeah um so that it's easy for the whole country to suddenly think we're in a sudden crisis because they've been told today we're in a sudden crisis this right. is your talking point Oh yeah, and so what they do is they go in, they cause problems between the public. That's what people need to understand has happened to America in the last several years. Is they these NGOs with a plan, they have all kinds of names, they they target people, they censor, they do all that, but at the same time they cause problems between different groups in the public. It's always a minority group that's oppressed in some way that's not, but that's the story. That that then they start and then it eventually gets to the leader. and then Samantha Power or Susan Rice or somebody will go to the UN and get something that's totally fraudulent and has no business uh happening it's called the responsibility to protect and i tell people to look that up because i am pretty sure that they're going to try to pull that here um and and then what they do at that point they've caused so much problems between the public in that country and any of these countries that then they come in with the solution So they've created a color revolution. They come in with the UN often or with the backing of of what all of these NGOs worldwide and they decide that they're going to have re- regime change. So they start to the media everything starts to blame the leader whether they were involved or not, which of course Gaddafi wasn't it wasn't Gaddafi wanted out of the petrodollar and he wanted nothing to do with the one world government. So that's like every single one of the leaders. You look at what happened in Yugoslavia, Ukraine, you know, all over the world, Somalia. There's a lot of places that and unfortunately the United States deep state 
is always involved. And that's why we are in the situation we're in. But what they do at this point is they fractured the, the public so badly with all kinds of um, toxic you know, things that, that are dividing people at the core. Whether they realize it or not, it's all mind control. And the media, of course, is in on it. Hollywood's in on it. Um, you know, every level. Uh, now we have social media. Totally, uh, it's gone off the rails. Um, and at that point, the country falls apart. The powers that be that came in to responsibility to protect decide who's next and pick the next leader. And that leader usually is, has a payoff by U.S. aid. Uh, and then they rebuild the country. But the people rebuilding the country are the IMF and the World Economic Forum and the UN and the Five Eye Nations uh, to be in compliance with the Great Reset One World Government. And if we don't start to realize that that is exactly what's going on here, the playbook for America is very similar to the playbook for Venezuela. They did it there too. They do it everywhere. This is that that group of people. They believe that they are God and that there is no um, sovereignty of nations in this planet, that they really, that it's really them them and then the seven billion of us a they're big eugenicists they don't believe most of us belong on on this planet as it is and then two they don't believe that we should be able to run our own lives have life liberty pursuit of happiness that's nothing to them they don't care and, and the problem with america right now is most people i don't think realize that those people are running washington dc like i i say to people you think that they stole, first of all, they didn't steal the election from Trump. They stole it from me and you and all of your viewers. That's the first thing that should make everyone unhappy. And and listen, it doesn't matter if you voted for Biden or Trump. You should be very upset that a foreign entity that has yeah. nothing but bad intentions stole our election. And, and, and if you are on the side of Biden, which I can't believe people are still, but if yeah. you are, you're still, you're okay with it. But what if it was reversed? That's where, like, the American people have to realize we have we are being manipulated on such a grand scale, and it's we're not the enemy. The enemy is not us. The enemy is not each other. Quite honestly, I don't think Washington D.C. has any power right now. It is there are five billionaires in America that I think, and they're all involved with the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. They are running everything because we have found yeah. out. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say I, you mentioned um, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to throw those names out? Sure, the sure. Uh, the yeah. one, the one that I think is the most uh, disturbing and insidious is a guy a lot of people don't know, Larry Fink. He is on the board of the World Economic Forum. He is the CEO and head of BlackRock. Okay. BlackRock owns our country, and it has a lot to do with what is going on right and now. They managed uh, hundred trillion dollars or so, trillions and trillions. Uh, yeah. Right. And a lot of people's pensions, a lot of, they, they're very invested in the CCP China. They're very, they're, this guy is all in on this ESG, which is um, Environmental Social Governance Score, uh, and the Public-Private Partnership. He is on the forefront. He is on the board of the group of people that believe that um, the world should be controlled by a small uh, group of billionaires and trillionaires, and quite honestly, more than that, a lot of these people have tons of money, like off overseas and offshore. And we all know that the, the Fed is fraudulent as it is. But this guy's at the top of the financial reset, and he is now demanding, which is this segues into uh, the food thing. So I'll get back to him. So him, uh, Eric Schmidt is right now uh, the advisor, basically behind the scenes to uh, the um, Ob uh, the O'Biden regime. Uh, 
in the science, technology, and warfare uh, department. So he's wow. behind the scenes with uh, Schmidt Futures, and he's put a lot of people into the White House. You know, when when Obi uh, when Biden came in, he established a, uh, a cabinet seat for science and technology. Basically, if you look into that group, you're going to find every, all roads lead to Eric Schmidt, who created Google, who also created the track and trace score in CCP China, and had a lot of nefarious stuff going on for mm. decades. He's also somebody who, out, out and out, does not believe in God, wants nothing to do with that. You know, if you remember, um, Google's uh, mo like motto used to be, don't, don't be evil. And somebody had once asked Eric Schmidt what that meant, and then he went from Google to Alphabet, which is the owns Google. He said um, he wouldn't know because only people that read the Bible would know what evil is. And since he doesn't, he doesn't know. And so that's that's the guy basically with the, the brains behind the Biden uh, technology and, and fourth industrial revolution. Then we have obviously Bill Gates, uh, all of health and uh, health, you know, the opposite. Uh, eugenics, you know, Bill Gates's father was one of the original guys that brought Planned Parenthood to life. Uh, and uh, That's he, crazy. You, yeah. uh, people don't know this. Our viewers don't know. I didn't know until you said it last time. Bill Gates' father. We just think of Bill Gates and like Steve Jobs. These are people in a garage that figured out one day how to do these. Yeah, it's a myth. It's a myth. Bill Gates' whole because it's like saying so. So you're telling me both uh, Bill Gates and uh, Zuckerberg both went to one were in like their first year at Harvard. Remember, Gates only went to one yeah. year, and you don't get in there by accident. Uh, yeah. So he went to his one and then somehow created Microsoft. First of all, it's, it's just totally bizarre. He's a front man for all of it. And, and another thing about Gates, people think the Gates Foundation is such a great charity. What I will tell you now, and people should look into it, um, the Gates Foundation gives money to other groups that are connected to the Gates Foundation. And it go, keeps going in a circle and in a circle and in a circle. They don't pay taxes. And they, and they put their will, this is the whole gist of this, is all these billionaires and trillionaires are putting their will on, on we the people. They are not elected. We don't want what they want. Most people just want the government to leave them alone and do their job as mm -hmm. intended. But these people are social engineers. They believe that they are gods. So he's, he's a big one, Eric Schmidt. Gates, Jeff Bezos, owns the Washington Post, owns Whole Foods, owns Amazon has put millions of small businesses out of out of um, commission purposefully um, and uh, he now he's a whole space thing Jeff Bezos made a speech recently that they're not going to be able to have people on planet earth My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee and after traveling so much to Europe, South America in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You can't handle it!
handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.